Welcome to the Thumb Body Show, where we prove that even your thumb can change the world. That's impossible. Join host Jimmy Gibson as we explore the zany world of entrepreneurship and personal branding. We'll cover topics like storytelling, public speaking, writing your first book, content creation, and video, and occasionally... Our host may even perform a few magic tricks for you. But don't worry, we're not all business. Oh no. Oh no. We like to have a little fun and embrace our inner weirdness. Are you ready to unleash your inner thumb entrepreneur? That's that's not even a word. Ready to make a difference in the world? This is the show for you. Join us on the Thumbbody Show and let's spread the power of one of a kindness. What does that even mean? You're not a nobody. You're a somebody. You're a Thumbbody. Welcome to the Thumbbody Show. Now, on this podcast, we smoosh together personal branding and entrepreneurship together. Smoosh. That is an interesting verb. Okay. Anyway, this is episode number three. I'm your host, Jimmy Gibson, and I'm here to remind you that you are somebody special. Uh, yeah. If you have no idea what a somebody is, head on back to episode one. You will hear how the show got its name and where we're going with the show. Now, I believe you, yes, you have a unique set of talents that can be used to make a positive impact in the world. Look, I hear this all the time. Jimmy, I feel like I'm invisible online. I haven't spent the time to grow an audience. I feel like a nobody compared to all the other thought leaders. Okay, first of all, please drop the word thought leader from your vocabulary today. I mean it, today. I'm going to help you move from a nobody to a thumbbody. How you ask? Well, we're going to cover storytelling, public speaking, writing your first book, content creation, and video. All with the goal of helping you share your unique voice. What are we covering in this episode? Well, today is all about your founder's story. Who you are, what makes you unique, and why you started your business. Your founder story is a biggie-wiggy component of your personal brand. Did I just say biggie-wiggy? Okay, sorry about that. Why is the founder story so important? Great question, smart listener. Your founder story helps customers get you. Helps them understand what's spinning around in that melon of yours every day. We're also going to talk about how to navigate the LinkedIn algorithm. In fact, we're probably the only podcast no, I am sure we are the only podcast who has access to the actual algorithm in the flesh. Well, not in the flesh, in the web or bits and bytes, uh, ones and zeros. Oh, just hang around. You'll see. Let's get started with the Thumbbody Show. And now, and, and, and now our special segment. It's, it's what, what you've, you've been, been waiting, waiting for. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Crafting your founder's story isn't always easy. That's why I grabbed Kendra Hall's book, Stories That Stick. For some help 
on how to write one that doesn't sound like a snooze fest. I actually gave a brief review of the book in episode number two. So here's the deal. A well-crafted founder story is worth your time and effort. I know. I said work, time, and effort in one sentence. It's all right. You can do it. It's not just about telling your personal history. It's about letting your audience in. Get vulnerable. Get honest. Air some dirty laundry. And, well, tell us how you cleaned up that dirty laundry. All right. How do we get to laundry? Sorry. I'm like a metaphor factory. I can't help myself. Your founder's story must be you. Let us feel your frustrations and the pain in the early days. I'm sure it all wasn't a cakewalk. Give us a win or two along the way. All right, so why is the founder story so important? Well, it's going to help you stand out from all the other boilerplate mission and vision statements. It humanizes you. I'm guessing you're not the only entrepreneur competing for attention. Yes? Give me a maybe. You must. That's M-U-S-T. Have a clear and interesting message that sets you apart. Your founder story is a key part of that message. And a founder story is also vital because it helps you clarify your own vision and goals. What? Two for the price of one? The founder story BOGO deal? By putting in the effort to articulate your story, you're actually going to learn something about you, yourself, what motivates you, and what you want to achieve in your business. Look, if you don't know what your business is about and where you're going, you will not, N-O-T, I don't know why I got off on spelling, you will not be able to make an informed decision and stay focused on your long-term goals. So, Jimmy, how do I craft a powerful and authentic founder story? All right. Give you a couple of steps. Start with why. Why did you start the business? What are you hoping to achieve? Sorry about that. I'm sure we're all tired of the Simon Sinek references, too. That guy owns the word why. Ugh. All right. Next, commit to being yourself. This show is the Thumbbody Show because I firmly believe there is no one quite like you. You are as unique as your thumbprint. Oh, now I get it. Stick with me, people. Finally, make sure your founder's story is well told. Ever been at a business conference where they go around the room and they ask, who are you and what do you do? You've got 60 seconds. There's that one person that rambles on for five minutes, oblivious to the eye rolls and phone checking. I mean, really, bless their heart. The old adage applies here. It's not so much what you say, but how you say it. Well, it is about what you say. Well, you get the point. Don't be boring and drone on without any point to what you're saying. I beg you. Great theories, Jimbo. Give me something I can sink my teeth into. All right. Let's grab Kendra Hall's book off the shelf. All right. Let me see. Table of contents. You actually think I'm flipping through the book right now, don't you? All right. I'm paraphrasing here. The four components of a great story that Kendra Hall identifies in her book, Stories That Stick, are one, identifiable characters. A great story should have a well-defined and relatable character or characters. This helps the listener connect with the story and its message on a personal level. Two, authentic emotion. A great story should evoke genuine emotion in the listener. 
This helps the listener feel a deeper connection to the story and its message. Three, a significant moment. A great story should have a clear and memorable moment or event that stands out and captures the listener's attention. Specific details. A great story should have rich and descriptive details that help bring the story to life and make it more engaging. All right, one more time. Believe me, you're going to hear this over and over and over and over in the next couple of uh, episodes, so uh, it will be in your long-term memory for sure. One, identifiable characters. Two, authentic emotion. Three, a significant moment. And four, specific details. I will wait while you rehearse those in your head. Identifiable characters, authentic emotion, a significant moment, and specific details. Great. Let me break it down for you. Identifiable characters. So, as part of a founder's story, that would be you. Share your personal journey and the challenges you faced. Help your audience relate to you. Understand what motivates you. I mean, there's got to be some reason you're passionate about doing what you're doing. If not, you got to pick something else. There may be some people that you met along the way, good or bad. They can be part of your cast of characters, too. Don't get too many characters in, I would say limit it to three, four at the most. Authentic emotion. Okay. Short of an ugly cry or a maniacal laugh, you need to let them have something, something of you, your passion, enthusiasm for your business, and its mission needs to come out in some heartfelt adjectives. Look, a stone face cliche drivel like I realized there was more to life than the nine to five and my leadership acumen could be pivoted into a thought leader pursuit. No, no, no. We banned thought leadership at the beginning of the show. Now, please don't take it to the edge of a therapy session either. Try out a few versions on family and friends. Watch their face. You'll know when you've nailed it. Significant moment. This might be a key turning point or decision that helped shape your business. Could be, I don't know, moment of inspiration, um, moment of challenge, or any other memorable event that stands out in your journey. Five seconds. Remember that. Significant moment, five seconds. This moment happened in five seconds. Not, back in 2006, I felt the tide was turning. Snooze, snooze, snoozerama. Hit them with a revelation, a smack upside the head, an experience that jolted you out of a fog. I'm pretty sure you know what that moment is as you hear me talking through it right now. Capture the time, the place, the thoughts that were spinning through your noggin at the time. Okay, five seconds, significant moment. Remember that. Specific details. Bring it to life. Make it more engaging. Use descriptive language and paint a vivid picture of your journey. You you just got to help your audience feel like they're right there with you. So let's try out this for size. How does this sound? I was penniless and wondered where my next paycheck was coming from. What was I to do? I needed a plan of action to make some real dough. Really? That's what you got. That's bringing it to life? Basically, I've summarized a few key things that are going to show up in this next version. So listen to the difference. You want to show, not tell. 
So on the previous one, I was penniless and wondered where my next paycheck was coming from. What was I to do? I needed a plan of action to make some real dough. Okay, that's really bad. Let's try this. Yeah, it was Saturday about 7 p.m. I really thought I was going to treat myself to some seafood at the Angry Fisherman. Yep, bad name, great oysters. I decided against it. I pulled into the Piggly Wiggly, another bad name, but affordable groceries. I was hungry, and you know, that's always a bad time to go shopping for food. Aware of the danger, I stayed out of the bakery. I do not need a cinnamon bun for dinner. I do not need a cinnamon bun for dinner. I made my way around the store, 11 items in my cart. Look, I'm just going to avoid the embarrassment of 10 items and underline. I cannot bear the evil eye from the gray hairs behind me. As the cashier is ringing me out, I am sitting there daydreaming about the fact that I finally get to sleep late in the morning. The cashier leans in. Sir, your card was declined. Instantly, my chest tightens and a warm prickle forms on the back of my neck. Do you have another card? I don't. I'd sworn off credit cards two years before because of some serious debt, and I was proud I finally had that monkey off my back. This was my debit card. I can put the food back. No, sir, we can do that for you. It's okay. I've got it. As I retraced my steps and unloaded the cart, I vowed that I would never be in this situation again. Oh, great. Now I've got to walk past the bakery. This is going to sound really stupid, but that cinnamon bun right now seems even farther away than those oysters I wanted tonight. Okay, it took a while to get there, but I'm sure there were parts of the story that you could picture. What details stood out to you? Why was this a much better version than the first version? All right. The first version really wasn't based in reality. It was just a poor acting job of trying to manufacture a down and out story. The second version, that actually happened to me. I can still remember the details. Actually, I just watched the movie in my head and described the scene. So what story is spinning around in your head right now? Here are a few tips to get you started. You're just going to sit there and reflect on your journey. I don't know. Pick a quiet place. Close your eyes. Grab your favorite hot beverage or cold beverage. Start by thinking about the events and the people and the experiences that inspired you to start your company. What was that aha moment that made you realize this was something you had to do? What challenges did you face? Again, Put yourself in the scene as if you're watching a movie, write down the emotions. I mean, it might just come in little blips. You're going to have to fill in the blanks. If you don't remember every single little detail, you can probably guess what the scene looked like. You're going to identify key characters. Focus on the people who played a significant role. Who was there along the way? I don't know. Co-founders, mentors, customers. Again, three is a good number. It's hard for people to keep track of more than three. So in my story... It was basically me and the cashier. Those were the identifiable characters. We've all been in that situation. Not that exact situation, but we've all been to the grocery store. Uh, Okay, you get the point. Be specific. Include memorable meetings or conversations. Again, a breakthrough moment, uh, a key decision. Don't be general. 
keep the audience in mind. Think about what they're going to find most interesting, inspiring. You just have to know your crowd. And probably the most important one is just start writing. Once you have a general idea of what you want to say, just start writing. Look, a rough draft should be a miserable mess, but it gets you on the page. You're going to revise and refine it until you're happy with the final version. Don't be afraid to be creative, vulnerable, and share your unique perspective. Remember, you're a somebody. So, let me just give you an example of how you could use the four components of a great story to create a compelling founder story for, let's say, I don't know, a communications coach. Identifiable characters. Again, you're the protagonist of your founder story. You are the main identifiable character. You can use your own experiences and personality to help audience relate to you and understand what motivates you. For example, you might talk about your challenging childhood in a rural area and how you struggled to find your place in the world. Authentic emotion. To create that authentic emotion, you need to share your passion and enthusiasm. We've talked about that before and how it relates to your business, maybe the mission, but you're not going to say mission, right? For example, you might talk about how much you believe in the power of communication and how fulfilling it is for you to help others overcome their communication challenges and achieve their goals. So there's some emotion associated with that somewhere or you wouldn't be doing it. When did you learn communication was important? Was it through the eyes of yourself, someone else? Did you help somebody? Um, Was there some pivotal, pivotal event? That leads us to a significant moment. A significant moment in your founder story might be a key turning point or decision that helped shape your business. In this case, I don't know, maybe it's when that mentor gave you some tough love. Maybe you lost a big sale, blew an important deal. Did your pride get in the way and you got knocked off your pedestal? Remember, this significant moment should happen in five seconds or less. The cashier leaned in and told me my card was declined. That took about two seconds. And another three for my stomach to go sour. Specific details. By including the specific details in your founder's story, you're going to bring it to life, make it more engaging. For example, you might talk about the specific challenges you faced in your rural childhood and how you overcame them. You could also, I don't know, share specific examples of how you helped your clients achieve their communication and professional goals. Whether you're seeking to inspire others, share your values, give them a hint into the vision for your company, or, I don't know, simply connect with your audience on a deeper level, your founder story is a key part of your personal brand. And it's going to be in your toolbox. It's going to help you achieve your goals. Some of you may have already listened to episode one where I shared my founder story and why this podcast is called The Thumbbody Show. Some of you haven't. Look, it's 10 minutes. We'll just call it an exercise. Go back and listen. If you have listened, you might want to go back and listen again. Either way, I want you to dissect my founder story. Use it as an exercise so you can understand the four components. All right, I've repeated those four components like a million times already. So here's a little quiz. Number one, identifiable characters. 
So in my founder story, there are three distinct characters. Go pick them out, write them down. Authentic emotion. I think there's multiple areas of authentic emotion, but go ahead and pick out a few examples that resonate with you when you listen to that. Again, a significant moment. Yep, there's one you can pinpoint. It might be slightly over the five second rule, but it's very close. And actually that moment sets a life in motion. So I'll be curious uh, what you write down. Specific details. Can you see the scene? Are there enough details? Too many details. Sometimes following a framework, though, isn't enough to get you started. Would you like a few samples of a founder story? If you would like a sample of a founder story and some other tools, I'm going to ask you to go sign up for the Thumbbody Club by going to imthumbbody.com. Obviously, you're not going to use the apostrophe, just I am thumbbody. That's one B T H U M B O D Y dot com. I'm thumbbody.com. Little cheat, you can look at the graphic on the uh, podcast graphic there for the show. Look, you're going to receive some free stuff. You're going to have access to super secret resources throughout the year. And as we go through the various episodes, I'm going to give you some of these resources. And I'll tell you, without your membership card and the Thumbbody Club, you will not be able to get those resources. So just a little bit of an enticement. As a special gift to all Thumbbodies out there, I'm going to include links to a free template for the founder story in the show notes. You're actually going to have to decode what that is. It's my gift to you. If you want all these resources, find the show notes for this episode on my website at jimmygibson.com, J-I-M-I-G-I-B-S-O-N.com. You'll see a secret code at the bottom of the show notes. You'll have to use your decoder on the back of your Thumbbody Club membership card to unlock the resources. So you've got a draft of your founder story completed. Where do you put it? Well, Perhaps you have an About Me page on your website. It's probably time for a refresh. I'd say the first place where your founder's story is a perfect fit would be the About section of your LinkedIn profile. Including a founder story in your LinkedIn About section can help separate you from other professionals who may have generic or dull About sections. If you use your founder story, it can also help your LinkedIn profile pull people in. Show them that you're just more than a name and a job title. Most professionals, let's face it, use LinkedIn About section to brag about themselves. It's a competition as to who can accumulate the highest number of impressive job titles and fancy degrees. (laughs) Let's be real. How many times can you read about someone's proven track record of success before your eyes start to roll back in your head? That's where the founder story comes in. A founder story allows you to share your unique journey, values, purpose in a way that helps your audience know more about you, why your business is special, and saves them from having to read yet another self-congratulatory paragraph about someone's, quote, exceptional leadership skills. In today's episode, we've actually got a special feature for you. As you know, the LinkedIn algorithm is constantly analyzing profiles and content to surface the most relevant and engaging content to users. And according to the algorithm, profiles that brag excessively and focus solely 
on their own accomplishments, like we just talked about, are much less likely to stand out and make a positive impression and drive engagement on posts. Let me introduce Alex. Are you ready to crack the code of the LinkedIn algorithm? Let me grab my tinfoil hat and I'll get right on that. It's time for Ask Alex. I'm Alexandria Algorithm. My friends call me Alex. Anyway, what are your questions for me, the LinkedIn algorithm? Okay, a listener writes, why don't my posts get any engagement? I share my wins, my promotions and impressive work history, asking for a friend. Greetings, friend. Look, we get it. You're successful. You've achieved a lot and you want the world to know. But let's be real. No one really cares about your constant self-promotion. It's obnoxious. It's annoying. And it just makes you look like a pompous windbag. So let's all agree to dial it down a notch, shall we? Stop trying to one-up everyone with your endless stream of brags and humble brags. Instead, try focusing on genuine connections and building meaningful relationships. Trust me, it will serve you much better in the long run. Respectfully, Alexandria, the all-powerful. Well, there you go. Alex, I'm curious, why do you think people fear you so much? Apparently, my reputation is that of a wicked old despot. Honestly, does that sound like me? I really do want you to succeed. So the next time you are tempted to brag about your latest achievement, remember that it's better to focus on sharing your story and connecting with your audience. Trust me, Alex knows what she's talking about. Join us for the next episode as we explore how to craft your transformation story, or as Kendra calls it, your value story. I may even have a magic trick in next week's episode. That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. Before you go, here's our rule of thumb from today's episode. Ooh, a thumb tip. (laughs) So what's the rule of thumb for today's episode? Your founder story is probably one of the most important pieces of content you can create. As we learn, typically the About Me page is the first page people visit on your website after landing on the homepage. One of the most effective methods for communicating your personal brand is through your backstory. So today's rule of thumb, every website and LinkedIn profile is ripe for a do-over. Rewrite your founder story. Give yourself a deadline. Don't wait until it's perfect. You're going to revise and improve it over time. Here's a hint. Photos and video can help tell your story. Include some. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you in the next episode of The Thumbbody Show. Ready to become a part of the most exclusive club around? Wow, really? The Thumbbody Club is where it's at. As a member, you'll get a membership card. Oh, yeah. Be a part of the global community of Thumbbodies. And receive a super secret weekly club newsletter. Wow. But that's not all. We've got a bag full of tricks coming throughout the year. Just go to imthumbbody.com to sign up. And the best part? It's totally free. 
and worth every penny. <laughs> Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity. Join the Thumbbody Club today. <laughs>